0: Hello and welcome to the Growing Your Peace of Mind podcast. My name is Ming Choi, and in this podcast, I will be discussing general life experiences that we all go through as human beings, what helps us deal with them, and how to grow your peace of mind so that we can all be our best, happiest, and most importantly, our most peaceful selves. Let's go. Hello, hello everyone. Episode number 10, episode 10 that's uh wayne rooney's iconic number so i'll take that um in all seriousness it's great to get to episode number 10 of my podcast and i would not have got here without all of my guests obviously but also all of you listening so a massive thank you to all of you for taking the time out of your busy lives to kind of listen contribute to my podcast let me know what you think and motivate me to kind of continue doing this podcast you know if you do enjoy listening, uh, I'd be grateful if you could please just give a five star rating either on Apple or on Spotify. So, this episode will be quite an emotional one, I think. It doesn't help that I'm actually calling this um, at past midnight, but you know, why not? <laughs> why not? Um, so, this podcast episode is on dealing with and navigating change. I chose the word navigate because there's a really nice analogy that I heard from Case Kenny, one of my current favorite podcasters. I've actually referenced him quite a few times in this podcast, actually. Um, when you're driving, uh, when you're driving on a motorway, sometimes there are a lot of cars around you that are driving at the same fast speed as you are, as you would for a motorway. Sometimes there's traffic, sometimes it stands still, but generally it's always busy and you're kind of just like in your zone. You're in your lane. You're focused, you know, because there's cars around you. But then, for whatever reason, everyone then needs the motorway. They go off the slip road. They go to a service station. Or they eventually speed up and go out of sight from you. You're then kind of on this stretch of motorway on your own. It's just you. There's no cars around you. There are no cars, I say to tell you, forcing you to kind of Tell you which lane to go in or to stay in there's no cars to tell you how bad a driver you are <laughs> um, there's no cars to really keep you focused or in the zone it's just you and when i think and look at this analogy i look at it in two ways actually number one you kind of enjoy the journey you're free you can do whatever you want on that stretch motorway just enjoy it And when the cars eventually do come back, which they will, you'll kind of be grateful that for that period of time you had your freedom on that motorway. Or, number two, there will be times in your life that you will genuinely be feeling on your own, isolated, lonely, because that is a part of life. Uh, I think it was Adele who said that sometimes loneliness is the only rest we get And the emptiness actually lets us forget. Uh, I think this is actually true because you get a lot of clarity when things suddenly change around you. You're kind of forced to look into yourself and confront the things that you like and dislike about yourself. You then kind of grow your mindset in that sense, which I think is one of the most important things in life. You know, a mindset of resilience, confidence compassion, vulnerability, openness and eagerness and that's why I like using the analogy of navigating for this episode and calling it navigating change. So for those of you who have listened to my previous episodes of this podcast you will know my inspiration for doing this podcast and I won't repeat it because truthfully I am pretty fed up of saying it myself <laughs> Truthfully. But what I will say is that when you go through such a massive change in your life like that, which we all do, it makes you reevaluate you, yourself as a person. I mentioned in my previous episode that I qualified as a solicitor in early April. That is a massive fundamental change in my life. The effects of which I'm still trying to understand right now, Uh, literally as I'm recording this episode, I'm still trying to digest it all and understand it and how I am as a person right now. There's been a lot of, the last couple of weeks, imposter syndrome, surprisingly doubting how I live my life, you know, is the way I live my life a good way of living my life, (laughs) even though there is no good way. You know, it's just very classic symptoms of imposter syndrome, but... It's one I am navigating. This is essentially my free stretch of the motorway, I think, this time of life, so to speak. Enjoying the journey with all the ups and downs and negative and positive emotions that come from it and eventually, I think, I'll realise that the ups and downs were what I needed at this time in my life. Having said that, it is much easier said than done, Um, especially when there are a multitude of reasons why there's a free stretch on the motorway. I am very excited for my guest, Alex Osborne. He is an old colleague of mine and someone who I admire greatly, uh, both as a professional and more importantly, or most importantly, as a human being. He's personable, he's kind, he's funny, and he dresses up as like Father Christmas now and again. Um, And it was actually him on this topic of change he actually suggested it and i thought mate yes please <laughs> because i'm going through a massive change in my life right now and i know he has been going through a lot of changes in his life at this moment as well um and i just want to make i just want to kind of make this point i don't normally try and in the intro to my episodes say what you should take away from an episode but i want to for this one if you take away anything from this episode, it is that we all have to deal with stuff that happens in our lives, our own issues, our own struggles, and deal with the ever-changing, fantastic thing that we call life. If I give an example myself, did I expect to have imposter syndrome after qualifying? Yeah, I did. But truthfully, I didn't expect me to start challenging or questioning my personal life. Which is really surprising to me. Did I expect to qualify as a solicitor. Early. So soon after a breakup. No. (laughs) Absolutely no chance. But we all deal with it. As we are all human beings. And yeah. This is right. We are all resilient human beings. At the end of the day. We all have our own things to deal with. Uh, I'm sure Alex will make it very very clear. That we are all pretty tough human beings. So for me. For me. That is what I would like you to take away from this episode. I hope you enjoy listening to this episode, and I'll speak to you all at the outro to this episode. Finally. <laughs> finally. I finally got you, Alex. Awesome. Alex, how are you?
1: Not too bad, not too bad, nice to see you, it's, uh, it has been a long
0: time coming, apologies. Yeah, not at all, not at all. Thank you for agreeing to do this. Um, no problem. We're currently recording in Alex's beautiful garden right now, and it's been such a beautiful day, so it's been very lucky. But you chose this topic, didn't you, now getting Change?
1: Yeah, I mean, we talked about a few things, didn't we? But um, this one seemed to be, um, I don't know, relatively relevant for both of us, mm. um, and the kind of thing that I think maybe, yeah, it's just a good thing to have a discussion around and... I'm not a sage uh, <laughs> on this, but, uh, yeah. The Father I've Christmas, kind of, though. Yeah, so Father Christmas, I know. Yeah, thanks for that. That's what I'm, what I'm known for, what I'm remembered for is the Father Christmas suit, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think Heather also knows your Father Christmas as well. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like everywhere, basically. I'm just...
1: Uh, Beekeeper, Father Christmas, come, uh, whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just so everyone knows. Obviously, Alex went out last night, so he's got a bit of a hangover. Uh, I've been up since. It's I was not up- too much of a hangover. It's just a bit of a. <laughs> oh sure, idea, sure. <laughs> I've been up since five thirty doing something, and I uh, mean, Alex just had an, over an hour chat before this recording, so we're we're, we're, we're very emotional already. So Let's <laughs> it that way. Let's do it that way. All right. So, in terms of this idea of navigating change, I think. The, the idea of change isn't it it's not always a positive is it it's all it can be very negative it can be you know difficult crappy emotional times in our life and i suppose the issue that i have with change is that when it becomes a negative thing or you feel negative in your life that's why i really struggle with dealing with change in my life that's why i really struggle
1: yeah i mean i think for me I'm one of those people that the idea of change maybe is one of the most negative things as in that's the destabilizing thing that's the uncertain moment Um, uh, and it's obviously something that you just don't know about it's uh, you're taking a step into the unknown for one of a better expression Um, I I, I think that's that can only be um, on a human level relatively um, uncertain Mm. Um, and so I mean I find it daunting. I don't know about you. I I, I yeah. find the the idea of change. Um yeah. I'm one of those people for whom um I remember I remember at school basically, I remember end of year six or whatever it was, like, everyone going to, to different places or whatever, um, different secondary school, different mm. college, all that kind yeah. of stuff and I I I wasn't one to mentally embrace that to be perfectly honest. Yeah. I wanted my mates to be my mates and mm. my life to be my life. Um yeah. and yeah, that's that's the kind of natural um, approach that I take. In terms of change itself, I think generally, once you're going through that process, it kind of has to be a bit more positive. Yes. Um, uh, whether or not the outcome of the change, in a kind of narrow sense, is truly 100% positive or not, mm. ultimately, the process of going through that and learning more about yourself, learning more about. Um, Even scrutinising the decision-making process itself, Um, you reflect on yourself, you reflect on some of your choices, you reflect Mm. on um, what life is looking like Mm. for you at that Mm. moment in time, Um, and yeah, even. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I don't think I've suffered by uh, going to a different different school at different
0: points, or Mm. or it feels like it. Yeah, yeah, it feels like at at, at
1: the moment and Mm. in in the in the actual moment, but yes, Yes. um,
0: yeah. yeah, It's interesting that people. People can feel negatively or sad or, you know, however you want to call it, about positive changes in their life. I mentioned in this intro to this podcast episode that me qualifying as a solicitor, I can also give examples of people that have children, people that get married, people that think they found the one in their, in their life as a partner. Even people going through changes like that makes them quite negative, makes them feel down. It's almost a case of like... Oh, I've done it now. What's next? You know, and that's what I think. That's why I think change is such a hard thing to talk about because when you go through change, something inside you changes. It's not just your external circumstances. Something inside you changes, and you have to kind of navigate your mindset towards how you feel about that change as well. Like if I said to you, "Oh, uh, Alex, uh, I'm getting married, having children," and you'd be like, "Oh, great, fantastic." What, if deep down, I'm saying, I don't feel great. I don't feel fantastic. And that's what I mean, like when you're going through changes like that it 's just so hard to understand what 's going on within yourself, i think
1: yeah um, and there 's obviously a lot going on and it 's not going to be wholly positive um, I think whatever change I, I was the conversation we were having beforehand was obviously um, talking about people both of us know like not not people both of us know together, but um, experiences that we 've had with people in our lives where um, I don't know. Perspectives are just so different, mm. um, and their perspectives on things that you might outwardly look at someone and go, "That's brilliant." Ultimately, it's it's a bit more complicated than that, and is a bit more um, going on than just there being. Like life is complicated, essentially, isn't it? Yes, it's not, um, and that's to be embraced.
0: Hundred percent. From my perspective, I kind of just mm. think
1: um, that's the whole thing. You mm. wrestle with these things. Ultimately, like you by doing that wrestling you're essentially learning you are essentially kind of working out what's going on Mm. Um, and yeah like that so yeah I I totally get what you're saying in terms of
0: would you say also putting yourself into an uncomfortable situation like on purpose is a good way of like growing I suppose sometimes yeah sometimes I I definitely think I
1: mean look that's that I think is one of the pitfalls of I suppose how, how we all live our lives in that we can get too comfortable we can kind of um get too used to routine and uh, mm. to be completely honest i i don't mind a routine at all but, uh, <laughs> yeah. i think at some points you've got to be prepared to shake the tree um mm-hmm. i think that's my dad would always describe it as kiwi kind of saying or whatever i think like shake the tree and mm. and don't be afraid of what falls out um and that yeah I, I just think i think it's relatively healthy it's a yeah. healthy process to go mm-hmm. through um yeah, it forces you to self-reflect self-assess um, yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that can't be a bad thing um,
0: yeah i agree Why made you think that humans find it difficult navigating change i've written here in the notes i said is it because humans like humans like feeling comfortable and don't like feeling uncomfortable that's one of them is it because we assume beings once we hit where we want to hit do we always want to challenge, critique ourselves to be better rather than enjoying the moment? And from that, mate, do you think that we need to be kind of forced into dealing with changes in our lives, as you said, to kind of try and cultivate yourself a little bit better?
1: So I, dealing with the last point first, mm. I'm not sure we should be forced. Like, I, I think forced is probably the wrong um, thing. Mm. Essentially, it's, it's such an individual thing it's such an individual thing um, I was reading a couple of things about um, the psychology of change and people's openness to uh embracing that um, uh, in terms of what's going on in their lives and I mean there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of variables that mm. mean that some of us are better some of us are worse some of us i mean I think we all struggle with with dealing with the idea of change um but yeah, I don't think forced is the right answer. I think on an individual level, because ultimately that's that's what's important. Mm. I think it's important for people to be prepared to um, challenge themselves and change is essentially the, the kind of key challenge, isn't it, really? Mm. Um, the
0: consequence. The
1: con yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, in terms of being forced, I don't think that's necessarily mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I'm, I'm trying to... In terms of the first part of your question, you, you were asking about—is
0: um, it because humans like feeling comfortable and don't like feeling uncomfortable?
1: Yeah, I, I, I definitely think look, like, we're we're creatures of habit, aren't we? That's essentially the, mm. the human condition, isn't it, or, or whatever. Mm. Um, we like rinse, repeat behaviors, yeah. Um, yeah. and like, I embrace routine as much as the next mm. person. I mean, I, like we've all got so much routine in our lives. Yes. Um, and and that is equally um, a part of this. <laughs> too much change is not good. Yeah, or too much change all at once. Um, yeah. I mean, it's got to be a gradual thing. And, and ultimately, yes. like, r- routine is a routine is the kind of thing like I I couldn't live a, <laughs> a kind of steady life without certainly. Of course. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, I, I I think that is probably the our inclination is to stick with what we know. Yes. Um, yeah. But then, at the cost of ourselves. At the cost of ourselves. I mean, but again, I'm not sure it's quite as as black and white as that. It's not.
0: I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mhm.
1: It's maybe it's at the cost of the unknown. At the cost of like, who knows what the impact of something might be on you, Um, and who knows what the outcome of something different might be. Um, That's not to say again it's wholly positive, but who knows? Mm. Who knows? And it's again that thing of like. Being prepared to open yourself up to that, and uh, at least ask those questions.
0: Yes, I like that. Be prepared. I like that. Be prepared to ask those questions by yourself. I like that.
1: Because yeah. otherwise, I, I just think if you're just following a routine, mm. which I, I mean, I've we've probably all been guilty of, um, and I'm not saying I'm the world's most uh, like <laughs> thrill-seeking change uh, <laughs> monster or anything like that. I just think there's a danger of if you don't verbalize this stuff if you mm. don't have that kind of dialogue with yourself mm. or try and get a bit of perspective on some of those things yeah. um, that you just lose sight of them
2: yeah.
1: and you only focus on the routine and you only focus on um, the kind of short-term existence stuff as well mm. which I I'm all for living for the moment I'm all mm. for that and I think that's like massively important,
2: yeah. Um,
1: uh, but, um, as part of that, I think you can have a bit of breadth to your mm. thinking and sight. Um, goals is that right the right
2: word? Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe goals. Yeah. I mean, I,
1: I've, I've had people talk to me about this, um, kind of stuff before, um, and I've talked to people about it. I, I'm, I think, me and myself, I, I maybe struggle a little bit in terms of creating very fixed goals mm. um, and so maybe that doesn't help me in terms of embracing change because ultimately I've got a question what I'm changing um, as in if, if there isn't a goal <laughs> yeah. what am I changing for yeah. um, so like, I have to be very conscious in terms of that I have to think about exactly what um, I'm looking to get out of a change um, and yeah I think goals are one way, well, probably the way mm. to do that, mm.
0: um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, one thing I hate me, I try, I try not to do this anyway, is to say that you need a purpose because I think that makes life sound so negative. A little bit for me is like if you say you need a purpose in your life, and you need like a not just like purpose, but like a purpose for doing this, doing that. You know, it's almost as if you are saying, like as you said a second ago, you love being in the moment, being in the now. It's almost like if you say you need a purpose or a goal. You're almost not being present. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're always putting too much on an outcome. Does yeah, make sense?
1: Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. And that's that's where um, I mean look, there are pros and cons with all these things. And ultimately is, yeah. like mm. it's good to have some kind of structure and some kind of idea where you might want to go. But it's the same thing with the routine and the embracing change. Like ultimately you should be flexible to these kind of things. yes and I yeah. think. Um, mm. and yeah, I I think maybe sticking to a by by the numbers um, version of things that is too routine or mm. too um, inflexible, too yeah. too static, just isn't a particularly healthy thing.
0: To Non-negotiable. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I just think it's it's yeah. That isn't about development. That's not about your kind of personal growth or anything like that. And, and again, like. I don't mean that in the sense of there being one fixed outcome on that. That's yeah. just being open to change and how it might influence yeah. you and
0: all that kind of stuff. The second part of my question was: um, Is it because human beings always want to challenge and critique themselves to be better?
1: I think again, that's a very human thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, albeit that, I think the way we live our lives these days, um, that kind of critique and it kind of goes on to what what we were talking about before the kind of critique there's a danger that is very skin deep it's very shallow uh, and I think the the routine element of the way we live our lives means that I mean, for anything you, you're you're looking at things in a very kind of binary way yes are um, yes. you're, you're looking at I mean, everything's a bloody app uh, everything is a kind of um, a two-dimensional Judgement on something. Everything is a is an Instagram feed. Everything is whatever, um, and so there's a there's a danger by not embracing a bit of change and by not kind of thinking in that broader way. Mm-hmm. I think that you end up self-assessing and carrying out any kind of uh, I don't know criticism of, of or or having a critical ap- approach to what you're doing in a very two-dimensional way. And I yeah. just think that's
0: that's not good. Yeah. Um yeah. so not very not a perspective kind of change, yeah, right? Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think um so I, I think I think it is in people's nature to um to do that kind of thing, to want to compare, to contrast, mm. to benchmark and all that kind of stuff, but it's not really healthy to benchmark against some of the things or the ways that we benchmark these days. Um yeah, I agree. I agree.
0: All right so I haven't got to questions yet. <laughs> That's good. It's a long long episode does not it? Indeed. First question. How are you? How are you doing?
1: I'm good. Uh, apart from the slight I mean I'm not really hungover I'm just uh, just it's been a it's been a long short week if you see what I mean. Yes. Yeah. Um, is, yeah. yeah, so it was uh, just out for, out for a couple of drinks yes. um with with work last night which was quite nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but it's always schlepping back from uh from uh, Shepherd's Bush so it's a it always takes a little bit longer. Yeah. It's just like a trek. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trek. Oh it's a, it's a bit of a trek. I'm, I'm used to the night bus now. Met, met a nice, oh, have you? Met okay, a nice Jamaican man on the on the night bus who was trying to feed me White Run last <laughs> night. So like, uh, did you take it? I did not take it. No, I did not take it. He was also telling me about uh how he'd gotten away with a robbery, so it's uh, Oh wow, <laughs> it all, yeah, it was all quite funny, but oh, wow, it's, uh, indeed, indeed. Yeah, it's very odd. Um yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. In general, life is life is good,
0: to be perfectly honest. Um good, good, good.
1: how are you? Is oh god how am I? Uh, we'll
0: discuss that in a minute. <laughs> no, I wanted to ask you that question because I wanted, obviously, I think a lot of us don't ask our friends, male or female, just how are you doing. I think I think it, we always assume that someone's doing well or if through changes. Oh yeah, you're changing job, well done. You're changing, uh, having kids, well done. No one really asks how you're actually doing, do they? People just like to assume that from their circumstances that they're doing well. Nobody asks normally how you're actually doing. Yeah, I think. yeah. I think that's
1: that's fair. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for asking. Oh, it's awesome. like.
0: No, I remember your. Um, I remember your last day at my now firm, your old firm. It was an emotional day. I remember just saying goodbye yeah. and being like, "Yeah, Alex is leaving." It's, it's heart- heartbreaking for me. Oh. And uh, but I knew that it was the right thing for you to do. But having said that, as you know, like doing something like changing a job, is not a case of just changing a job and that's it. No. You can then navigate your own emotional, your own journey and stuff like that. So. Yeah. So next question, mate, is I've probably already answered this, but um, what changes have you navigated recently? Well, yeah, the, the
1: major one is obviously moving moving jobs, um, which uh, is probably something I, to be perfectly honest, I've agonised over for a long time, and um, uh, it's again a, an example of my uh, yeah my <laughs> going through the change process mm. with difficulty, probably, mm. um, and obviously, like you know, probably several people listening to this will know, like I. Really loved being at TS, um, T and um, people there especially. Uh, like made really lifelong friends. Mm. And just some really important people to me, to be perfectly honest. Um, and really enjoyed my time there. It's not. It's not uh, an easy thing to like to say. Well, I need to. I need something to to change. Um, mm. But yeah, like essentially, that's that's the decision I kind of came to after a bit of uh, mm. uh, agonising. Mm. Um, uh, and yeah, it, it, it's gone. It's an example of change that has gone very, very well for me. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. not not a negative spin on TS at all. It's just of the kind of new uh, opportunities and the, the new situation is, is great, um, mm-hmm. and it's given me something and given me a kind of perspective on things that I think I was at a danger or in danger of maybe stagnating and maybe um, having become a bit comfortable and assessing myself on a bit of a uh surface level yeah surface level and and just a, from a position of comfort so yes. um I, I certainly wasn't challenging myself and um ultimately i just don't think that's very healthy so yeah, yeah. um that's like the that's made that's probably the biggest change i'm just trying to think about anything else um no i, I think that's probably the big one
0: i was really Christian if you have written a is it's glad? Not not because of our old firm. just saying that I'm glad in terms of your own personal. I like, is he glad that he did it for his own personal growth?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, I, I think um, without wanting to, like, I, I think a lot of people like I, I care about a lot of people at TS. Um, mm. I care about the firm, uh, and I think that's. I definitely know that's reciprocated as well. Um, definitely. Definitely. And I think in the same way that I was getting to the point of. Needing to kind of come to that conclusion myself, that I needed a bit of change and I needed something to um, kick me out of the position that I was in. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think people at work probably realised that as well. So, yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. yeah. I think it was one of those necessary things that I think everyone would have probably recognised that I needed to embrace that, and it was time for a for a change. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. and yeah, and I know obviously I talked to. Loads of people still there, you, you you included, and I know um, how much, how good a time. That's the thing; it's such an individual circumstance. My, my thing. Subjective, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and it was just time for a change for me. Whereas I know, talking to you, talking to loads of people, how how much you're enjoying, yeah, everything, Mm -hmm. and you're in a very different um, place.
0: Indeed, I was. Do you remember what it was like being a unicorn vice solicitor? Do you remember? It's, uh, it's
1: a longer time ago.
0: <laughs> I'm just old now. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: um, do I remember what it was like being an NQ? Basically, I was um, I was probably that guy who... Uh, <laughs> I was just like, everyone's friend. And they probably <laughs> were like, yeah, his legal stuff's probably not that great. But, I mean, he, he waves to people and he's quite friendly and he'll come on lots of socials. So, like, um, that's basically probably what <laughs> life for me as an NQ was like. Um, I do. I do remember the... I do remember the, the switch being flipped from I mean especially where I where I qualified you obviously know uh, I qualified down at Crips and yeah. I remember um as a trainee Jesus I was like I was literally that guy who uh who would just get involved in everything
0: yeah um,
1: <laughs> and sorry that's my coffee machine making that noise <laughs> um I'd get involved in everything and just be up for doing that probably to the detriment of the, <laughs> the actual learning and the work development stuff. And then obviously when, when you qualify it suddenly the, the spotlight's kind of on you, yeah. um, especially like very uh, in a very good way at a firm like TS and a firm like Crips, like you will have a lot of responsibility yeah, and you'll mm-hmm. be thrown in there to do stuff. So it won't just be like the, the switch flips in terms of you being charged at a higher rate and, Doing stuff in the background mm-hmm. ultimately you'll be there um, having a lot of contact with people and yeah I, yeah. I imagine yeah. It, it was a pressurized time uh,
0: yeah. yeah yeah and
1: it feels very it's, it's a change yeah. changing your life
0: so. and that's where I think I've been being too hard on myself yeah you just said like you know it's not for a switch but for some reason mentally because my life has now changed in that way professionally I'm always being very critical of myself in that way that it has now just switched that I am now having to just become responsible so it's on me I have to do everything right and that's not fair on me because I, no. I don't think it's right to do that to me either. because that's not how change works change is about learning and growing from it. it's not about saying right change of circumstances in your job you now need to do this do that hundred percent and that's where I struggled last few weeks I felt like I'm very critical myself surprisingly
1: you you hit the nail on the head in terms of change as well that's that is totally um... And I will come back to obviously what you're saying. In terms of I completely key into the fact that change isn't like an instantaneous thing; it's a process and gradual. You said earlier, right? Gradual. gradual, Yeah, it's a gradual thing, and that like that is also I think part of the danger of um, how we assess how what change is like and Hmm. our reaction to change, and that's where ultimately I don't think it's very healthy to have a snapshot reaction to something. Um, and say, say you decide to make a change or whatever, and you make a very quick judgment or a very quick conclusion about it. Um, Do you notice change within yourself? Do you notice it when it ha- when it's happening? Sometimes, sometimes not. I mean, this also goes to the the time thing. I think um, in that quite often change happens and you don't notice it until further down the line. Um, like, for example, I like to be perfectly honest, there's, there's a bit of. Whilst working at TS I probably had the blinkers on a little bit and um, and wasn't kind of reflecting on stuff, yeah, on stuff. and having gone in-house um, there's, a, there's a load of things that I've learned um, from, from CS people, from the work that I've done for clients um, that you kind of just then take along with you and none of that's been flip switchy stuff none of that has been um, like oh, I can do that now. It's been like oh, I'm doing that. I just do that. Yes, it just happens and like you don't consciously think about it. So um, yeah, I, I I think I think maybe you do notice like points, mm. but I don't think it's that's the thing. That's that's I suppose the to me there's a danger. I mean, obviously, like it's relatively early doors after I've made a change. Mm. It's, it's it's um. Relatively difficult and dangerous to make an assessment quite so quickly after having done something. Um, I'm, I'm very happy with, with how my change has gone so far and everything yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, I don't think you. I don't think you, whilst you might see the little things about change, it's part of the journey, isn't it? Or whatever, it's yeah. part of the whole thing, um, yeah. and the effects are long-lasting, especially if the change is made for a good reason. Andy's um, uh, kind of thought out and everything like that ultimately like you're going to get the benefits from that yeah. not just on a one-off basis you're going to mm-hmm. get them in your personal like, life development
0: exactly uh, I spoke to James about this we played tennis last week I spoke oh, to him actually. about it and um, he sent me something afterwards he said that I said to him oh so I mentioned to you well mate so for me I get the kind of like doubting yourself a little bit of your job because obviously when you do some more responsibility you kind of do look at yourself a little bit more For me, I mentioned this earlier uh, when I arrived, is that it's more the doubting who I am as a person in my personal life, which really surprised me. As I said, you know, you know me, I just enjoy my life, enjoy my own time and do my own thing. You know, I don't go out with lads and go out all the time. I just enjoy doing my own thing. And it really surprised me that after I qualified, around a month later, I started critiquing myself on that. And James sent me something. He said, when your job title changes, when your circumstances change in life, such as the." relationship when we're having children you don't change the core of you does not change so what it means is like just because something's changed in your life in that sense doesn't mean that you internally need to also change that will just naturally come yeah and when when that when when the changes within yourself do occur as we just mentioned a second ago it's not a change, it's just you. You're just becoming you. Does that, does that make sense? Like you, yeah, You're not really changing yeah. yourself, you're just becoming a different version or better version of you are whilst dealing with lots of external changes at the same time.
1: Yeah, I certainly think things like, ultimately things like job titles or whatever are they're literally titles. So it's like, yeah. I think that's an example of, um, that's the kind of shallow, I'm not suggesting you're shallow, but as in it's a shallow, Uh, Viewpoint on change, because ultimately you're totally right. Like, you might not, you don't change like from trainee to MQ overnight. Like, as in your evolution into um, as a person, not not just as a as a lawyer or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Your evolution is a constant thing that goes on for a period of time, and yeah, it might bring about, say, (laughs) might bring about doubt, like you were saying. But it also might bring about. a sense of achievement, a sense of self-worth, a sense of um, uh, like responsibility, etc., etc. Uh, but that's the process that you go through. It? It, it, it's, it's not. It's not. You're now a trainee. Uh, you're now at NQ. That's it. Job job sorted. Um, I think in terms of your in terms of the stuff about reflecting on your own personal bits and pieces and and the bits that are outside of. Work, I just think that's human to be completely honest. Mm. We talked about it before this, and I just think um, we all have doubts, we all have uh, moments where you kind of question what you're doing, where you're going, um, decisions you've made, decisions you might be making. Um, I just think that's a human thing, and Mm. I think um, it's not a bad thing to be Mm. questioning that. It's not a bad thing, it goes again with the change thing, it goes again to being being not uh, afraid to shake the tree um, and ultimately assess what what things are like Um, and you're right just just because um, you turn from, I'm using the example of trainee to NQ, it doesn't mean that uh, that is a solver of every other thing that you might be worried about in your life or it doesn't mean that actually the byproduct of that is that you go, hold on, yeah, like now I've done that. Like, what about my living situation? What about like yeah. mm. my love situation? My mm. whatever. Um, yeah. I think that's just healthy. I think it's natural. We all do it. I do it. It's a, it's a human thing. Mm. I mean, yeah. Don't worry. I, is that-
0: <laughs> <laughs> it really funny when, when you mentioned about um, self worth a second ago? Um, the first episode of this podcast um, is Neil's one. He said, "With self worth, you need self doubt." So what I mean is, I think what he meant was that oh when you go through moments where you doubt yourself you actually come out the other side i mean do you know what i've done these last few weeks to help me get through this understand myself nothing i've just sat with it i've been comfortable with it yeah i've been i appreciate it it's here obviously i talk to friends about it but i don't really try and change anything about it i'm letting it stay there and it's gradually just gone i think the reason why me doing nothing about this in that sense and just letting it gradually pass I just realized that we're all human. Yeah. And like, it will, it ha- these things happen and you will self doubt yourself. But then eventually you hit that point. What Neil said, when you have self doubt, you eventually hit your self worth again. And that's where I'm at at the minute. I just realized that just let it pass for me, let it come, let it go, and just realized that. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> and that's what's happened. I did nothing. It was really surprising. I literally did absolutely nothing to change it. I just stayed with it. I was comfortable with it being there.
1: I think that's I think that's very, very healthy, to be perfectly honest. Because I think, look, the kind of self awareness is, is essentially what this is. Self awareness, yeah. Part and parcel of, isn't it? Because essentially, you can have, you're, you're totally right. You're going to have doubts. You're going to have boosts in confidence. You're going to have knocks. You're going to have things that you don't know about. You're going to have things that are outside of your comfort zone. You're going to have things that feel like, uh, you could do them in your sleep a thousand times over, day on day, for the rest of time. Yeah. Um, I don't think, as part of your kind of day-to-day existence, it's a very healthy thing to stress about that stuff and to and to do anything
0: other than pathologise it. Is that the way of saying it? Do you know what that means, pathologise? Yeah. Make yeah. make it make it so it's something wrong, something to deal with. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I mean, ultimately, that day-to-day stuff. I mean, most of the stuff in life. I
0: think I'm a pretty chill guy in
1: terms of my approach, so I don't. I literally do not sweat the small stuff and I do not sweat much of the stuff <laughs> Possibly to my detriment either uh, as, as well um, but I just think like enjoy the ride a little bit Um yes. and ultimately we're not here for that long are we it's uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. kind of like uh, that's if you true. get if you get too bogged down by worrying about
0: mm-hmm.
1: every little uh, especially exterior thing
0: yeah
1: I think it's like ultimately if you're self aware and you're self content, I suppose, um, and you're comfortable exactly as you say, like you're comfortable with those things that are washing around, okay. um, the negatives, and the positives, and you're not hanging getting too hung up on them. Mm. What better way to to live, really? Yeah. Who wants to be stressing every day about
0: Yeah, who they ask people, their jobs, yeah. And, yeah. 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 I just mm-hmm. think
1: it's like it's not
0: it's unhealthy. <laughs> I suppose the thing is, I think, last two, three weeks, I felt quite lonely. It's not, not because I felt like I was the only person dealing with it. It's just that, you know, when you go through a breakup in like, what was it now, eight months ago now? But then having to deal with that and then being totally qualifying early and then having to mentally prepare yourself for that and kind of doing that. that it, it makes it a little bit It makes it a bit more, you look at it with a bit more perspective. It's like, ah, okay, so eight months ago I was in this situation and now I'm only really looking at how i am now as you said because the weight's been lifted because i've qualified i let you list an in intro earlier with the whole kind of motorway mm. analogy mm. but basically when you're driving sometimes people drive off the slip road sometimes you go off the slip road sometimes people drive off really quickly and you're just on your own on the motorway and when you're on your own that motorway like let's say you got like you know 10 miles of just you on your own you're like oh this is great or do you think oh this is a bit lonely isn't it do you know what i mean it's like sometimes i think you need a bit of balance as well i think you need a little bit of enjoying the ride but also knowing that you don't always have to be on your own if that makes sense i think yeah. that's what i'm learning about as well yeah. especially when you go through changing your life i think
1: absolutely yeah I, I i do think that's i can also understand the the kind of feeling of maybe being isolated in terms of going through this stuff because ultimately, like a lot of it as well is about you yes that's that's the thing for a lot of these things as much as you may have people along um on the journey and and bring people along with you or whatever like Mm. there's a lot of like internal self-processing stuff that you do um and that is i I think it's great to talk i think it's great to share i think it's great to be open i'm i'm probably too open (laughs) you know this people listening to this will know i'm too open um but ultimately i kind of think um that's a healthy thing but then there is a lot of stuff that you just individually do have to process and that is you you need to deal with it on your own yeah yeah. i mean you can share and you can obviously you're basically embracing other people's views or listening to people's views and things like that and i think that's very healthy but you're the one driving on that motorway aren't you um it's uh
0: yeah i mean i yeah i
1: i I empathize i suppose um yeah
0: yeah. uh, there's a school of life video mate I've, i've watched it quite a while ago i don't remember what fully the contents, but the title was don't worry, no one cares, and it's quite a nice way of looking at it. It's like no one cares what you're going through, so deal with it, deal with it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's up to you to deal with it, and it's not not a, not a rude way. It's, just yeah, yeah. it's very healthy to not place emphasis on needing other people instead of towards to other people, whether well, your friends and stuff. But at the end of the day, it's up to you to deal with it and look after yourself in that way. Yeah, so it's up to you, I suppose. Yeah, I mean that's it's not it's not, it's not that black and white, obviously. No, no,
1: no, no. <laughs> and, and equally, I kind of think it's it's. Um, how I prefer to look at it is maybe as like an empowering thing more than a more than a because essentially you can you can air your thoughts and views and get other people's opinions and you can take the beauty of it is that you can take what you want yes. from those things
0: You're um, not, we're not relying on them
1: yeah well you might be reliant on them in, in some kind of supportive way but <coughs> mm, okay but, yeah um, mm. but you are ultimately the master of your own destiny that's the that's what we all are essentially isn't it so it's um uh, that's where the. I wouldn't say that it's people don't care because people probably do care, but ultimately it's down to you. Yeah, mm. you can you can look at it from your perspective, and you're the only person who has that perspective, really.
0: As um, well, isn't it? Every single human being is different.
1: Yes, yeah. absolutely mad. Yeah, it's absolutely mad. It's yeah. absolutely mad, and then like again, that's uh, I, I kind of enjoy that in a way. Yeah, like, I kind of. It's one of the things, actually, like perspective and um, uh, perception of things and people's different viewpoints and um, I I find it intriguing and I find it kind of one of the great things to be um, an individual human, to look around and and to be able to appreciate and acknowledge people's different viewpoints, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. but also know your own,
0: maybe, is (laughs) that. Finally, next question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. i have no, enjoyed this. Um, I've written here, has, well, the story really isn't that appropriate based on what we discussed, but I've said, has Alex struggled recently with all the changes happening in his life? Maybe ignore that one. Maybe the, the next kind of sub from that is what can we do to regulate ourselves when we find ourselves being a bit overwhelmed with the changes in our life? Because you mentioned right at the start, you said that people might go through too much change didn't you so in terms of regulating ourselves self-regulation what do you think is helpful when, we come, when we're dealing with changes and we're just feeling quite negative down about it or overwhelmed by it I think I mean one of the things that,
1: again is like a casualty of modern, modern life isn't it like having that time for the perspective and kind of taking a step back is the thing that I find almost invaluable um, yeah and it's easier said than done and it's obviously the kind of thing that people say every time you're you're kind of facing this or whatever. And it is easier said than done, especially. that we all lead busy lives at work, outside of work. Yes, um, we all have that. Um, I think because of the way that uh, the world works these days, with everything operated on a screen and kind of visions of things being not quite the reality of what they may be, mm. um, there's a kind of Anxiety to fill the space, Mm. do things, Mm. and kind of be uh, not actually being present. That's the irony. It's like being seen to be present or being seen to be maximising what you're doing. Um, And I actually think, especially in terms of this question about like regulating or kind of dealing with the change process, I kind of think actually slip away from that stuff because none of that stuff matters. As in none. the perception of um, others uh, when you're going through a change process like, that's not the important stuff, Like mm-hmm. it's not the important stuff as much as people around you will care about you and will want to input and support you yeah. and 100% embrace that, like it's, it's healthy that's what I, I mean I, as I say I'm too open, I probably listen to too many people uh, uh, but anyway, such as me, um, I just think that like pulling back and giving yourself that Ability to draw out and have the breadth of vision. That's what you can't see the wood for the trees. When when you're making a decision about something important in life or something that's important to you, I think you need to give yourself the breathing space and the point of reflection. Um, and equally, in terms of doing the stuff, that's what. I mean, I talked to I talked to mates. A mate of mine, I remember, um, yeah, like a lawyer who, who wanted to wanted to leave the law. Um, mm. I mean lawyers I know like that <laughs> um, but it seems to be that thing actually it's common in lawyers <laughs> mm. we all agonize a wheel only I'm personal like <laughs> now, but, um, everyone agonizes over that kind of decision to the point of being unable to take any action mm. so it's like you're a warrior in the O R R I E R sense rather than a kind of <laughs> battler you're, yes. you're literally angsting about stuff mm. um, and I think until you're able to give yourself that kind of break, that breathing space, um, it's very difficult to make a decision or not a decision, to assess, to, assess. to, to do your DD, whatever. Um, uh, DD very important. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yeah well, I'm just, <laughs> I think it's important. So I think it's important to, as I say, like just make sure you're thinking about what's important to you. Thinking clearly. Thinking clearly, assessing stuff on out of the routine out of the two-dimensional routine that we live our lives in, um, I mean, I've just benefited from that. I've, it's so much... It's like mentally freeing, quite frankly, because we've all got this going on day to day that it's just hard to deal with. As in, there's a load of noise. It's just noise, noise, noise. It is,
0: yeah. Um, and
1: it's very difficult to detach yourself from that and think clearly.
0: Yeah. That's why the first lockdown, March 2020 in the UK... Really was so helpful. It took yeah. me out the routine, yeah, and I realised. I actually realised when it happened that I needed a break, as in I like just a, from being kind of in the corporate world and being out and about. But I realised how much I'd grown. Yeah, I needed that. When when the lockdown happened, I thought, I mean, you've changed, haven't you, as a person? I was like, Yeah, you have. Why have you changed? And that's that's when I really started reflecting on myself and realising, ah i mean, you're doing all right you know as a person you're yeah, doing all good. right yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. really good I think having that kind of perspective to stop and really just think and see how you're doing and i like this idea that your body tells you how you're doing yeah like if you're feeling if you're unwell your body is telling you something that yeah, makes sense yeah? yeah then like when i after lockdown uh, during lo- the first lockdown my body was telling me oh, i mean just relax you're okay yeah so i really like the idea that when you go through decisions you want to make in your life or how you're doing and how you're feeling about changes and stuff just take a step back. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. I really like that.
1: Absolutely. And I, I agree with you in terms of the lockdown, actually. It's like, obviously, it's
0: a, it's a horrible period in time. Yeah, of, course, um, yeah, of course, COVID and, and just horrendous in general. Yeah, um, bit, now you look back at it, you think, how on earth did we survive that?
1: You know? Yeah. I, I just think it's, if there's any kind of benefit or any kind of, obviously, the whole thing is horrendous. Mm. So many people dying, like the whole, th- I'm not dressing that up. To yeah, of any, course. But... I do think for a lot of people, um, it was that detachment from I know we were all on bloody Zoom calls or whatever, but actually like there was that detachment from living your life in a way that benchmarked yourself from other people on Instagram, whatever. Yeah. And meant that ultimately, ultimately we're all locked down, we're all kind of doing whatever. You you're forced to like get rid of a lot of that stuff yes. and focus more on you're right, like you going, actually, I'm in a good place. This yeah. is like this has been great for me it's been like giving me the headspace I think there's a lot of people that benefited from stuff like that. I I was one of them as well you meditate Um, Alex I do occasionally not um, I run a lot as you know so um, running is like my mind emptying space mind emptying and kind of like just trying to be a bit more um, focused focused but also just clear-minded if, if, if you know what I mean I Yes To be able to focus You need to kind of Clear your mind of stuff Yes So Running I think Is that thing where Getting I Getting rid can, of the noise Yeah Get yeah. rid of the noise You go out You I mean I Sometimes listen to podcasts But quite often I'm just like You know what I'm going to run Without any External stuff going on Fantastic um, So yeah In the same way So Short answer Sometimes <laughs> But I probably run As a kind of alternative
0: Yeah, yeah. To meditating Yeah Right, right. Next question for you. Uh, we, earlier we said that forcing perhaps isn't the right word when it comes to change. Uh, so the question, I'm going to rephrase it. What do people gain for, for themselves in their growth by going through and handling changes in their lives?
1: I mean, I, I think a lot of it is, is kind of what we've, we've discussed. All the positives that we've talked about um, so far. I mean, I think, I think even having the, the shake of you as a person, it means either your um, your foundations are kind of strengthened, or you're you're more confident in your foundations. What what you thought was the case actually is the case, and that yeah reassures you and strengthens that. Um, I just think it's that whole uh, that whole reflection thing, the whole thing of looking at stuff, and um, I mean even. Talk talked to people recently going through change stuff I've, um, or, or going through the decision-making process, the mm-hmm. kind of assessment of what they want to do.
2: Yeah.
1: And they haven't made any change. But going through that process, it's given them a kind of, this bit's not so bad. And like, yeah. actually, you know what, if I do this, then actually, and, and like, I'm not a pusher for change for change's sake. Of course. Because um, I kind of think that's uh, the wrong way to look at it. And ultimately, I think what I would be a, not a pusher towards, but I would encourage people to just self-assess, like re- re-evaluate or re-value themselves, like look to that um, uh, sense of like what you, what's actually important to you. Mm. And sometimes the change process is basically the best way to do that, because otherwise you're not going to do it. Um, if you don't think about change, you don't necessarily have to change it. But um i think about it yeah exactly my dad has always been my dad is actually one of the people who i remember he's he's always been someone who's been like stick your hand in the ring, like go go for it whatever mm. like what's the worst that can happen you get get something you get an opportunity by by virtue of looking at something you can always say no
2: yeah
1: and i mean i've like you've probably had things that you said no to in your life like i've said no to in my life like mm. but then You've gone through a process and kinda of gone, Well, actually, yeah, there's these bits about me that I'm now feeling stronger and more confident about and yeah. there's these bits I want to work on or whatever, yeah.
0: I used to be quite insecure in myself as a person. I'll discuss it for the next few questions, but I used to be quite insecure about myself. I used to doubt myself uh, I don't mean as of the way I am now. Mm. I just mean like, oh, am I a good person? Am I a uh, am I a person that someone wants to be friends with and I was was really young then when that happened, but it just took like just a mindset shift. And you said that self-assessment. And the reason why I asked this question is because going through changes in my life, which I'll discuss in a second, made me self-assess. Yeah. And what I really like what you just said, you said you encourage people to self-assess. Otherwise, you won't do it. Otherwise, you won't do it. And that is such a big thing because people, I'm sure me and you know people who have gone through 60 70 bloody years of their life no with no self-assessment yeah and they've just gone through the motions in life and that when you hear it like that it's so sad but it's true people don't self-assess and they look at themselves as people who they are and just go through emotions the in their life which is really upsetting I and, yes
1: it's very easy to do isn't it yes I mean, it is like, yes. And we will do it to a to a great or a lesser extent and like ultimately it's um personal circumstances that mean some of us maybe don't assess as much as others or whatever. Yes. Um, yeah, I just, you're right. Like going through the process, like, is a, if you don't look at it like that, then you're reliant on yourself to, to pull yourself out of that routine, the kind of day to day thing, the way we all live our lives. As I say, it's like, make it impossibly busy to, to get perspective or mm. kind of clear headedness on anything. Yeah. Um, and so it's just very easy, isn't it? It's very it is, easy yeah. to just go along like that. So, because you
0: think nothing's wrong yeah that's why yeah
1: well, nothing may be wrong. It's just that until you've had that exploration, you don't know that you you, you don't know that you you may think it, but you don't you haven't critically looked at something
0: yeah, um, yeah. I said, it's just an assumption essentially really, isn't it I said the word wrong because I, I said to you in the beginning of this episode that I said that oh, I just let it pass for me last few weeks mm. It's because the realization that I went Winning, there's critically, there's nothing wrong with your life. It's it's great. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And that's what that's what I mean. It, yeah. it just took that kind of. It just took me time to realize there's nothing wrong. It's fine. Yeah. You know Is mean? it's, it's, that, it's that simple? It's for me. So that, I think that's what really helped me. I just realized like I mean there's nothing wrong. It's absolutely fine. Your life is great. And yeah. I was like yeah. I know. I know that. Okay. Now you can just let go of this kind of self doubt. It will still come down again. But just let it go. Yeah. 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 Also, you said earlier you said change for change's sake. I've done that, mate. Since I've qualified, I've done one thing, which is a change for change's sake. I bought a 50 pound kettle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <And> that's it.
0: <laughs> and kettle, Jesus. <laughs>
1: they get, they, they get like, so like good at the kettle? Uh, the
0: kettle. My sister had one, has one, sorry. And the only good thing is that it has like a temperature thing, so you can put it at seventy oh, degrees, right, yeah. eighty degrees, hundred degrees. Actually, it, that is quite good. And there's a keep warm, yeah, uh, kind remember. of uh, function. Uh, yeah. I spoke to a secretary after uh, old firm about it, and um, she said. I don't use to keep warm <laughs> okay fine i'll still get it anyway but yeah so that's the only changes for changes sake i've done which is not it's 50 quid down the drain
1: <laughs> well i uh, i think that's not bad <laughs> We can live with that one yeah. isn't
0: it? <laughs> final point on this bit mate i've written here honesty when you self-assess when you self-reflect you know i've written loads of things here like what do i what have i gained from going through change resilience that's a big one for me vulnerability that's also a big one like i didn't realize how vulnerable i can be as a person in a very healthy way mm. honesty boundaries as i said earlier self-worth from self-doubt self-compassion that's yep. huge yep. absolutely huge frustration i said frustration because as always you're allowed to get frustrated with yourself yeah. by other circumstances with other people self-understanding as you said earlier self-awareness active listening is a big thing for me mate i realized yeah. after my first ex that i perhaps didn't listen to her very well i always was like because she was my first girlfriend. I thought, oh, this is it. This is it. Right? You know, that kind of copied love thing. And when she told me things, rightly or wrongly, about why she wasn't happy and things like that, I seemed to just dismiss them. And not because I was like, oh, I don't care. But because I was like, oh, I don't want, I don't want to mess this up because you're my first yeah, girlfriend. Yeah. yeah? yeah. So self-active uh, listening, something I've learned big time. And that's a big part of this podcast, as you know, that I listen to people yeah, and yeah, what yeah. they say. Yeah. But as the reason why I said honesty is because don't go through it alone. I think that's important you said earlier that you know that you can rely on supportive comments of people you know mm-hmm. but i've also said it here don't use it for reassurance what i mean is i don't need you to validate me as a person i want your advice i want your help but i'm not looking for you to validate me because that's up to me that makes sense yeah it's just, it's just that kind of distinction that don't use someone to reassure you of who you are as a person you know that within yourself yeah
1: yeah 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 and i i do yeah essentially that kind of comes to the so the similar kind of stuff we were talking about before in terms of, yeah, ultimately it's like you can be a vessel for other people's advice and views and counterpoints to maybe what you're thinking about, and that's just healthy. Uh, but ultimately, I think you need to be self-critical, don't you? That's that's the thing. It's like, um, it's also the thing, don't look for reassurance, but also don't look for, um, I suppose, reassertion of things that I looked at uncritically, because people obviously people who might have input on your um, your analysis of a change process mm. from positions of bias or whatever as in we've all got our own like things that we bring to the table uh, and I think it's important to listen to all that but um, maybe maybe try and be objective um,
0: yeah or, really.
1: or relatively objective
0: um, I think i will give you an example, mate, just to make it easy for you. I was talking to my um, my recent ex about this. So, obviously, you know that COVID was a horrible time for doctors, for nurses, anyone in the healthcare profession. And my ex was actually a doctor. And my best mate, Jake, he's a doctor. So, I know how tough it was. And you might recall that nurses only got a 1% pay rise yeah, a few yeah. months after that, right? And I mentioned this. Perhaps this isn't the <sighs> appropriate medium, but Twitter, obviously, you know, people say anything on Twitter. Mm. Someone said... So the article said, "Oh, nurses only get one percent pay rise to their salary." Someone comes out on Twitter and says, "At least they're getting a salary, a one percent of something." I lost my job. I lost my job because of COVID, and I haven't got any income. And the problem with that is, you mentioned it by a second ago. You're only looking at things from your own point of view. <clears throat> you're not looking objectively. And I think you're right when you said, "Don't look for kind of want to reassert and look at it critically." It's because if you were a nurse, for instance, you know that you deserve more than one percent pay rise. You know. But just because someone doesn't have a job doesn't mean that you should be like, "Oh, I'm grateful for that one Yeah, so that's what I mean. I think you're right. Looking at it from your own perspective, your own life is much more important than always looking with someone else to reassert that or challenge that view. I suppose.
1: Yeah, and like for in, in terms of like the change process thing, I kind of think um, if I was like when I was a little little boy, <laughs> when I was when I was uh, a, like a Beyonce song was it? <laughs> <laughs> um, like I'd have never. I'd have never gone to a different school or whatever. As in, like, I'd have always carried on. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But ultimately, you've got to own the kind of decision, really, haven't you? You've got to you've got to feel comfortable with the change. And it's also the thing in terms of like when I was going through the decision making to to move jobs. Mm, um, mm. I remember people saying because I, I would say I love my colleagues. like love my colleagues to bits and I, I do like, I, and we I, loved you I <laughs> still do Still, I still like as in that was a very difficult thing for me to go to go through like not go through but to to decide to kind of move away from um because that for me is also like me as an individual you, you, people
0: are you've grown as an individual at that firm
1: yes well that but also like people are so important to me like, ultimately that's the most important thing in my life um Other people, Uh, and that's what I derive the most pleasure from. Like, learn the most from, develop like the whole thing is essentially my experience. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's my experience with other people that's like that just brings the most to me. Um, But I remember, like, a there are different people in different things, and that's part of that process. That you kind of you meet new people, and that's a new challenge and a new input and a new uh, viewpoint, and it doesn't mean you like lose contact with people, but also people themselves do move on and stuff like that and, and this is the same way going through the change process and, and getting, being objective being personal ultimately right, people may have opinions and views um, they may change as well they're not yes. your and so listen yeah. but ultimately um, you've got to view them in terms of that perspective it's a perspective that isn't yours and is equally um, subject to change like, yes. Like the, thing, yes. The, the, the TS thing, for example, it's like, as with any firm or job or whatever, location, geographical area, people don't just stay in one... They don't tend to... We talk about the people who, who've kind of gone on for something for 60 years and et cetera. Um, but, but on the whole, the people that you're working with now are very unlikely to be the people that you're going to be working with yeah. in five years' time. Mm, um, yeah. And they won't necessarily be making decisions going... Well, actually, I want to stay working purely mm. with this one person or, or whoever, this group of people. Um, so, yeah, like that's, that, that's what I'd say in terms of um, making sure you own that decision or you own the decision-making process. Um, On, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think I don't mean that to cut things out. I mean just that you are happy at the end of whatever um, take kind of assessment. Yeah, take, take control, be relatively... Clear-headed in terms of where you're. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, right right. On, on honesty as well. Just, just to touch on, I know you did mention honesty. I do think honesty is like supremely important.
0: Yeah, Who um, you are as a person, honesty, yeah. mm. honesty
1: with yourself, honesty with others. Like, like the ability to be vulnerable. Absolutely, all that kind of stuff. So that is one hundred percent stuff that you gain. I think from from
0: self-assessing and just being honest and open. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Right, next question. Can change have positive and negative effects on you as a person? I'm gonna give you a bit of a break. I'm gonna start yeah, go this on. Go, 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 go. Give you a bit of a respite. Maybe you could be the interviewer <laughs> this time. So, I mentioned a second ago that I used to be quite insecure. Um, the reason for that was because I was at school, I wasn't really a lad. Um when I went to uni, I didn't go out all the time. I did the final year, but I didn't necessarily go out all the time, but you know I did, and I mentioned this in my podcast effects that i insecure that I needed to run this like uni lifestyle and kind of a kind of thing. And it was quite funny, when I left uni, I was still like, you know, I'm still single, haven't had a girlfriend yet kind of thing, and I still felt quite insecure. Mm. So when I met my first ex, I kind of almost arguably kind of made it like she was the one. She was the one that was going to make me change my life who I was as a person, and kind of not put on a pedestal, but you know what I mean? Like she was the one, essentially. And after that, I felt quite confident in myself. I was like, oh, I have a girlfriend for the first time. But flowing from that is as well I said earlier about you know, you think she's the one, you're not critical enough of yourself as a person and how you're actually feeling. So I kind of put all my emotions to one side and thought about someone else. And obviously, I then mentioned a second four-recorded, before, before I, I mentioned something that happened to me in September 2017, which I won't mention publicly, I mentioned to you earlier. And then my ex, first ex, and I, we, you know, were not getting on that well, but we kind of stayed with it. And then obviously, I found out she was cheating on me. And so both of those events happened at exa- more or less exactly the same time mm. and that change in my life is in going through I well mentioned earlier and going through being cheated on where kind of your own self-identity is gone essentially because you think about it you're like who you are as a person has been taken out of you because someone has said to you I don't want to be with you anymore and of done it in a very horrible way and it was a very tough time for me but you know I was still going through the emotion going to work and stuff but I realised that I you have to change as a person i said have to because it forces you to that's why i said the word force earlier going through two things like that forces you to change and look at yourself critically and as you said open yourself up to actually going through that and taking control of that and owning that decision process and changing who you are as a person um and so my mindset at the time was very like negative like insecure about myself as a person mm. like, am i a good person people like me as friends and one little thing which has come up really recently is like oh you know what I, mean? I always like organizing things yeah, you know alex yeah. are you free kind of thing yeah yeah but then my brain sometimes goes what, i mean they haven't asked you it was like yeah obviously because they think you are going to ask them yeah so it's, it's little things like that it's like it's not that they don't want to spend time with you it's that like they're expecting you to ask them because obviously that you you do that you organize things so it's little things like that like a mindset shift yeah so not being so negative and before i was i was quite negative and so after all of that i realized that i mean you need to grow as a person now, you're, you know, my dad says this a lot, women, it's a fact of life. <laughs> he says that a lot, a lot. Um, and I realised that I was quite negative about myself as a person, not about life necessarily, but maybe a little bit after my first ex, but like, what I mean is like, I could have, after my first ex, I could going to have been like, oh, women, you're now going to, every relationship going forward, you're going to be so judgmental of your girlfriend. Mm. And I, I'm not. Mm. I'm actually the complete opposite. Because mm. I but thanks to Neil again, it's like, I developed my own self-worth from going through such a horrible time.
2: Yeah.
0: And when I say horrible, mate, I can't even describe to you what I was like at a time. I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I've become so much more confident in myself, happier within myself, mm-hmm. grateful within myself. And I, if I hadn't done that, if I hadn't been through those two horrible experiences, I don't know how I'd be today. I don't know whether I would be as relaxed, comfortable, mm-hmm. grateful, just happy... If it wasn't for going through those horrible times and it's not it's not me saying that it's because I know what it's like not to be unhappy mm-hmm. it's just that you grow so much you learn so much from it and you grow from going through changes like that and mm-hmm. I only I said you second ago I only realized how much I changed during the first lockdown yeah I was like I mean you're so comfortable with yourself what's going on what's happened <laughs> in the past you were so like oh, and I've had a girlfriend, you know, do people like me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, what's, what's happened to you? What's going on? And I just became so comfortable in myself. Um, and I realised I changed at that moment. I went, I mean, you've changed for the better, haven't you? And I'm like, yeah. And I you realised that negative changes in my life actually made me better. And, you know, I wasn't too pessimistic.
1: Yeah.
0: I wasn't too optimistic yeah. Yeah, in life. I was just like, happens in life. Just yeah. go for the ride. And, I think if you don't grow from all the, ho- the changes in your life, the horrible, th- whether those changes are those that are forced on you or those that you have made the conscious decision process to yeah. make, if you don't grow from them, you can become cold blooded narcissistic. Yeah. Close. And I'm sure yeah. that closed, I'm sure mean, you know, people who are like that. Yeah. And because of perhaps they haven't dealt with things in their life. So, yeah. So I think for me, Going through change obviously did have a horrible negative effect in that sense. It obviously changed my perspective on things. But having said that, the positive changes to me as a person, my mindset, my life, how I I enjoy my life outweighs it a thousand times more than the negatives. And that's why, you know, for me, I think going through changes in your life has such a positive change, positive outlook for you as a person. But that's just my view. Not everyone's, not every change can be positive, but how you look at it at the end of the day, I suppose, can be seen as a positive, you know, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's totally totally right in terms of, um, you're right, like, ultimately, like, change can be painful and just all of the things that we go through, um, ultimately, if there's if there's a consequence to an action, which essentially all this is, isn't it, is it? basically an action happening to you or you taking action yourself, mm-hmm. um, and there are consequences to that. And consequences can be positive, can be negative. They're likely to be both. Um, You're likely to gain some things. You're likely to lose some things.
0: Um, Lose some things, yeah.
1: But ultimately, going through that, you're totally right. Like It grows you as a person. Um, It means that you are... And and what I'd say in terms of the... I think this is what it sounds like you... um, You've kind of reached the, the place of, in terms of, yeah, it might be like a snapshot in time, uh, a negative experience. And uh, I mean, I've had some totally life situations um, that have been just, I mean, I'm not, this is self dramatizing stuff, as in they haven't been that bad, Jesus. Um, <laughs> but they have been at the time, like, horrific. They're temporary, they're, they're kind of snapshots in time. They are. If you're able to live, um, I suppose it's that like objectively be a bit more self-aware to not get bogged down by that kind of stuff. And if you uh, overall as your kind of overarching thing, you're reflective, you are able to look at things in the round. Then that negativity, you can't just keep hold of that negative energy. I I, I personally think I think it's um it's the kind of thing that passes and you learn from it and you take take stuff from it and you. You don't regret back to those bits because ultimately you know that they're multifaceted and and they
0: are um,
1: not a bump, a kind of, yeah, a corner, whatever, along the road, along that motorway or whatever. Um, they are just a junction. They do not define you or mm. your experience. Um, mm. So the negativity is essentially a, a very kind of instantaneous moment
0: thing. It is, yes, yeah hopefully mm. as in
1: we've all got processing mm. differently but like i think it's only it's only right to process it like that yeah. um and it's only healthy to not right it's human nature to obviously get sad get upset of course um yeah. but ultimately it's not healthy it takes time doesn't it, it takes time oh yeah and mm. again that's that's the change process isn't it? it's like mm. change in, in general we're, we're all um growing losing more hair uh, <laughs> <laughs> losing more hair doing whatever and it's all like a, a long process um I mean I would like to say I didn't go bored overnight but anyway the, the analogy is uh, <laughs> um, the analogy is probably being stretched there but uh um yeah it's just it's a journey it it's is. all a journey
0: I wish you'd have known me back then I wish you, so you could like see the changes in me um, um but so when it happened' obviously I think happened so what happened around November 20, 2017 mm. obviously I was you noticing know, pieces and you know, what was going on in my life what's happened kind of thing a, a year later I was playing football uh, and I play at Royal Oak so near Paddington my mate Cyrus uh, a great guy um, I was on a tube with him going home and I actually said to him mate I think about a year ago to where I am now and he went yeah look how much you've changed look look, look at where you are now Mm. so he said Mm. and then I changed trains I burst into tears Mm. because Cyrus had been there for me uh, as a mate uh, and he was really like you know you'll be okay yeah, and it was, I really needed that. And I got quite emotional because I realized I had kind of looked at where I was and thought, "Women, mean, you're okay. You're okay. Yeah. Um, my brother said something to me quite interesting quite recently. He said to me, I don't know what you think about this, mate. He said to me, "Women, obviously, I listen to your podcast and uh, you talk about, you know, it's all about your past, but you, know, you use your past as a kind of mm. marker to heal and grow. Can you just let it go and leave it there? My answer to him was, yes and no. Your past should always, will always eventually be left behind. But you need to remember why you are the way you are in a healthy way. Like I, I'm not. I'm not coming and saying to you, "Oh, Alex, I'm my mindset is great because I just am great." That's ridiculous. Yeah, my mindset is okay. It's you know quite positive, and it's comfortable being negative because I've been through those experiences. Mm. Yeah, because I've been through those negative experiences. So it's one of those things. I wonder what, what you think about kind of the idea of like. Should you leave the past in the past or do you think you should always have it there as a kind of not peace of mind, but kind of look at where you are now? I'm very interested in what you think about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, my my reaction would be instinctively that our past is just a part of the kaleidoscope of stuff that we've gone through and experienced. And there may be reasons why you don't want to remember some of those things um quite as consciously as others. Um equally if it's part of the process and like if you're still learning from it and if you're still kind of working through that kind of stuff but you are working through it you're not holding on to uh, that's the thing it's basically what you're talking about before as in you're not just holding on to like negative energy you're processing stuff and you're kind of taking stuff from it then um i don't see i think it's it would be unhealthier to box things off Mm. that you haven't processed and that you haven't dealt with and that are kind of open wounds to you a little bit. But again, all this stuff, I kind of think as well, it's such a process. It's such a journey. It's such whatever. That who knows? You might want to box something off Mm. instantaneously after Mm. having gone through a negative experience or whatever or gone through a change. Um, It doesn't mean you won't revisit it in years' time or look back on something and... You look back on something in a kind of, what well, you would hope, um, reflective way yes. and you're able to do that. As in, don't live with regrets, but equally, um, don't be afraid to revisit stuff that may have felt raw at the time. And actually, yeah. you can kind of look back and... So yeah, I, can't, I kind of think it's an individual thing as well, isn't it? Yeah. it it's a case-by-case, case, it's yeah. a person-by-person it yeah. experience-by-experience. Like, mm. Some things, I think it's definitely unhealthy not to process things.
0: Some people can do that. So some people feel comfortable doing that. I might obviously name names. Yeah. Some people feel comfortable doing that. Oh, I, I'm I I know that I sh- I should process these things, but I don't I don't want to, so it's fine. Some some people can do that.
1: Yeah, and I suppose I suppose that yeah comes back to you're right, like the case by case individual thing. Yes. You're right. For me, I I think if there was a moment of pain or or a moment of change that I went through that was difficult, challenging, however you want to phrase it, I think i find it quite difficult to just box it away forever
0: yeah because
1: um, mm. it's unresolved
0: yeah of course of course I mean recently mate, I've been thinking about um, not re- this was recently and, I,
1: I'm, and I'm not sure sorry as well just to finish oh, yeah, like, of course. In, in terms of other people mm. for me and again it's like my perspective but I, I struggle to see how other people like how, how you can have like open wounds that you just box up and that's that's it it's done it's kind of sealed off um, like for me personally I, I, I would just struggle with that I think
0: Someone told me it's because they're cold blooded.
1: It's like so, fair enough. Fair enough
0: <laughs> Well yeah, yeah, I mean it's uh
1: yeah, maybe maybe so is like, <laughs> And
0: That's what I said earlier, is like if you don't want to or spend a time dealing with things or looking at being reflective, you can become that way. And you don't notice yeah. you become that way. Yeah, or you're comfortable being that way, which is obviously not a great way to live, but it's what it is, I suppose. It's what it is. Well yeah, it's like as yeah. long as they're happy.
1: Different strokes for yeah, yeah. And I, that's, I suppose, what I would again though swing back to is like if you are just boxing things off and it's if, if in the nature to box things off and not and leave them unresolved. I don't know. Are you content? Are you like, are you at peace? Are you probably not? <laughs> no. are that's, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's no peace of mind. Definitely not. No. I just wanted to find what you mentioned earlier about um, when you kind of look back and you're reflective. Obviously, with my first text and stuff, I mentioned earlier that I could have gone down a path of, oh, people will cheat on me, I'm negative about girls, and all of that. It's like, of course I'm not. It's like, these things happen. Yeah, it's okay. It is what it is. And I have my own kind of, I'm growing my own kind of self-worth to say, if it happens again, it's okay. Just let them go. You deserve better. Good luck to them, right? And so it's quite funny that now I look back at my first text, and you said you take away the emotion of it. If someone is in a relationship, and they're unhappy, and they think someone else is better for them. I know it's a horrible thing to do cheating on someone, but you always can't pre them because you only have one life. And I don't mean that in a kind of genuine cheating's right or a good thing to do. Mm -hmm. It's it's, it's horrible. It's the worst thing you can do. In my view, one of the worst things you can do to a human being, you Mm -hmm. take away their trust in you, you take away their kind of identity, as I said earlier. But what I mean is, now you look back and think, because I've grown so much from it, I think, you know what? If she believed or felt that being with someone else was right for her as in more compatible then good luck to her. If it doesn't work out it's fine but I, I will never forget what she did but if for her she felt it was the right thing to do then good luck to you I'll be fine. And that's what I mean in a selfish way it's like I know I deserve better so I think I think in that sense I think now I, when you take away emotion you just think good luck to you. If it works out great if it doesn't it's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's just a reflective point. Yeah
1: I think that's very healthy to, to look back on it and that I still don't uh, <laughs> I'm like it's very uh very good of you to uh, to give her
0: the the pass on the. Oh no no, it's <laughs> no, not a pass. No, it's it's not, not a pass. Not, a pass. not a pass. Trust not me, like it's more. That, it's more that I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm within myself. That's that's the difference. Yeah, I think that's the difference. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Absolutely. Right mate, my next question for you. We're almost there. We're almost there. Oh no, don't worry. Um, it, <laughs> I've written here. I'm going to ignore question number six because we want to discuss this one. Next one is, how can you go through change and make yourself a better person? I mean, I, when I said better a second ago, you went. I noticed that. When I say better, I don't mean better than like. Um, overall I mean like you're kinder but what I would define as better kinder compassionate we said earlier when I arrived today open eager those two things healthy communication being able to validate people and not seeing it as a negative thing now and again because as I said to you like if you're not careful if you don't go through changes in your life and I don't mean just changes in like you know circumstance or a job I mean just changes in who you are as a person It can lead you down this kind of path of you know being miserable negative unhappy cold-blooded and you said earlier cynical yeah if you become cynical then then i i think there's a problem i I struggle i think there's a problem when you start becoming cynical because i think at the end of the day you're my you're my close mate and all i want for you is the best for you Mm. if you become cynical of someone and went oh why are you telling me this why trying to be critical of me it's like we just want to do what's best for you, right? And I think when you, be, if you, if you're not careful, getting a change and stuff like that, you become very, yeah, you know, cynical. I think you become very negative. I think so. How can you make sure? So how can you make sure that when you are going through a horrible time or going through a different time, like you changing jobs, that you don't become, you don't become negative from it? If that makes sense.
1: Again, yeah, I think it's because I don't think it's. Um... It's kind of a byproduct of how you process the change, isn't it? It's like, a, I think the healthy bit is how you process change and how you, you're right. I mean, it's like, I probably look at it like very recently from the point of view of changing jobs, but actually it's like, for, using the example of going through a difficult, having a difficult change forced upon you, I think, again, going back to your point before about, think the moment of pain and uh, and just heartache or whatever the 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 negativity that's, that's floating around that change um, you kind of you're gonna have to kind of go with that a little bit that's going to be there of course you can't just you are not uh, you're in the heat of the moment you can't just be objective you can't just um, pull yourself out from that so I think in in the sense of um, in the sense of this, kind of make yourself a better person or like not make yourself a better person,
0: don't succumb to the negativity. That's a bit, it's called, it's succumb is probably a better way to say it. Wallow in it,
1: and I think it's, yes. um, I think ultimately you kind of have to, you're going to be negative about it. Ultimately, like, you're talking about being cheated on or something like that, as that, as in your your ex cheating on you. In that moment, you're not going to be able to go, uh, that's fine, actually, she, uh, if she realized in that moment, as in, I think that's. But it takes that period of reflection and everything. Like it takes being able to go through the change process and um, be self-aware and reflect but also give yourself don't be too hard on yourself in terms of that first bit of actually yeah there is some real shit coming off this 100% yeah and that's the same in terms of positive change or I say positive changes as in changes that you have proactively made um don't be afraid of the fact that there is some negativity or some consequences of, of actions is what I' was saying before as in actions have consequences yeah and they are to be um, embraced then to my mind they're not to be like closed off they are just there mm. and um, the healthy thing is processing it and um, I think by virtue of processing things in the way that you are open uh, that you are honest all the things that you're saying all these kind of qualities I think that and um, not only helps with that process, but it means that you're more open, honest, receptive, uh, empathetic, maybe um, all those kind of things in the future. And that's ultimately the thing that I think has got to be the kind of good to take away from a from a negative, from what might be a, a, a horrible situation. Mm, um, mm, so, yeah, that's what I'd. Mm. I think it's just being more conscious, being more self-aware. Like, yes. how can you go through change and Come out of it, not a kind of damaged human being. Is mm. that perspective thing? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, you only really grow from pain. I mean, pain in your life makes you grow immeasurably. You know, it's quite funny, If I give an example, like if someone, um, someone you're dating, for instance, when like, um oh, I've been cheated on before, so now I'm really uncomfortable when you talk to other girls. It's like, what on earth is that? What? What on earth? That, why? It's all not bringing. It's all bring bringing the baggage with yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's what I mean. It's little things like that. You just realise. Take the time to work on yourself, and what happened, I, and be I at I peace kind of, with it. I suppose. I get. I get why. But then, like for me, it's like. I, I. wouldn't do that. I. I've. I've done. I've done a complete opposite. Surprisingly, I don't know why myself. I've done a complete opposite. Actually, I don't really know why.
1: But I kind of think. Ultimately, if that person's like. At least that's being brought to the table. At least they're saying. And then that's the point where you an honest conversation yes that's the honest thing about like well let's process that how have you process that like, mm. where are you with that um, I mean and they'll be I'm like not, I'm too scared
0: to talk about this let me.
1: <laughs> Well, yeah and that's like that that is yeah I mean that is
0: maybe an issue for them um, but that's why you said you need to deal with things on your own as you said sometimes
1: yeah mm. but again like if, if you're in that situation like if you're dating or whatever You're opening yourself up to someone else.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: You've kind of got as part of that whatever process that you're going through. Mm. I mean, if it was me, I'd probably want to. If it was a partner or whatever, like um, I was dating, and I was bring, I felt like I was bringing that baggage or whatever. You might say it's baggage, whatever. Whatever, You're bringing that thing with me. Mm. I'd kind of want to be again present with it. Yes. um, with that person, and mm. just be having that conversation, and kind mm. of, like, yeah, mm. this has happened in the past, and I just want to make you
0: aware and like that's yeah, of course, so 100%. yeah, it's like you being it's like you being comfortable with the fact that you've made this big decision to move jobs in your life. You're comfortable with that decision, and comfortable with like feeling that kind of like oh uncertainty a little bit when you started, yeah. And same with me, like I'm 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 very comfortable with feeling like imposter syndrome and a bit of doubt. I'm very comfortable with it because yeah. I know that it's healthy to kind of look at it in that way. It's like. It's okay. It's just going to happen. I agree with you.
1: Absolutely. And that, just on the imposter syndrome thing, Like we, we were talking beforehand as well. We all have it. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. There is not a person. Um, I mean, the kind of uh, bravado or whatever, the the push of confidence that people sometimes just push out, I think is, um, again, it's not my, my bag. Um, yeah. We all have it. We all have self-doubt. We all have Imposter
0: syndrome to a degree. We all kind of go. What am I doing? I don't have a clue. we all have it. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <you, thank> <laughs> but right, uh, I just wait Can you? um Obviously, you don't have to. do feel. doing it. But can you give like a from your past a kind of like actual or tangible example of when you're going through a bit of a rough time in yourself, and then kind of you eventually came out of it the other side? Just so that you know, you can talk about. Anything doesn't have to be anything deep. Just becoming just for you, as you said, changing schools, you know, uni or whatever. Just something that you can give an example of where you kind of were going through a bit of a tough time and you kind of came out the other side. And what really helped you deal with that kind of change within yourself? Do you have
1: one? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, it probably is probably relationshipy stuff. Uh, okay, fine. From, okay. No, no. As, as, but as in like similar positions to to you, it's essentially like breakdown of relationships mm. or like mm. things not going quite right. And that, I mean. There were probably other examples of stuff, but because of the human thing being quite so important to me, that's the kind of thing that immediately comes to mind. Yes. Um, I mean, look, that's where I, I totally. Everyone, well, 99% of people probably listening to this or um, whatever, have gone through similar things and have gone through similar pain. Um, and it is, <laughs> it is really <laughs> at the time. And. Uh, it's horrible and it's painful, and you don't want it to happen. And I mean, quite frankly, who wants it to happen? Who who wants to invite pain on them? Who wants to? Yeah. Um, unless they're kind of masochists. Or I, was say, uh, yeah. I was literally <laughs> about to say that, yeah.
0: Emotional masochist, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but I kind of think, um, again, that's the, the, exactly the same thing as what you were saying. It takes time, it takes care. An objectivity that um, you can't get from the immediate aftermath of something like that,
0: yeah. Um, and yeah, like you,
1: you learn from it, you kind mm. of process it, you you take what you can from it, and mm. uh, and yeah, yeah, then you kind of you're, you're that slightly changed um, or slightly more self-aware person for the yeah. next thing occurrence in the future. Or I don't mean the occurrence of someone like a breakup or something like that, as in just like dealing with people, interacting with people, Mm. that
0: kind of stuff. As this podcast is called, mate, having that peace of mind.
1: Yes. Yeah, that is absolutely it. Absolutely it.
0: And that's what I learnt from my experiences in life. That's why I started this podcast, mate. I just learnt, I just like, I mean, you like peace of mind, don't you? Why? It's like, as you said, when you go through changes, you just give yourself time, you process things, and you're at peace with it. That's that's why. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. All right, in terms of, this is a nice question, I like this one. Would Alex change any of the positive and negative changes forced upon, or whatever that you have gone through and you are going through? Would you change any of it?
1: I don't think so because I, I think again that ultimately it's that journey thing, isn't it? Really, um, you've got to be present. You can't really like look back in a kind of regretful way. As I say, like that's you look back on a maybe next time I'll treat it this way, or we'll do this differently, or something like that. Yes. Um, Can't change a thing. Really, Um, it's part of the kind of beauty of uh, of being um, fairly relaxed about a lot of this, and like as I say, not sweating the small stuff. But um, like, just not going with the flow totally. But that is in my nature. I am one of those people who I don't want to get bogged down in ifs, um, what ifs, like any of these Hmm. um, situations.
0: yeah, mm. I mean, I, I don't think I,
1: would. Mm. I
0: mean, yeah. would, you, would. Would you? No, and that's as I, was, I was about to say, it takes going through changes to realize that it's a good. It's a, it's good that you went through that change. Yeah, yeah you, you only you only really see it at the outcome, as you said. In, in the moment, it's so intense, it's so difficult. But when you go through it and you have art that you're like, I'm glad I went through that. So no, I, I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't change anything in my life. I don't think not one. Well, yeah, and it's Apart like, from one. All right
1: the kettle yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes the kettle <laughs> is
0: the kettle that bad it's no 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 I, I like <laughs> the kettle that's what so I was saying I spent 50 quid on a kettle <laughs> so give up hot drinks mate. maybe maybe just stick the water no Chinese, like Chinese people always drink hot water bored water uh, right. Yeah, right so, is that right yeah yeah, because, yeah, like, obviously in the uh, Asian culture in the past, you had to boil your water to pure, uh, oh, to purify yeah. it. So, and Asians just ran that forever. And even now, I, I still drink hot water. Like, a Brita filter, for instance, is good, but it's not as good as boiling water. Yeah. yeah, yeah so I always, well, I've yeah. seen
1: the stuff that comes off uh, London water is essentially Jesus. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame you for boiling it. It's like... <laughs>
0: oh, definitely. But, yeah, so I wouldn't change a thing. I would change... Obviously, I did an episode with George on his podcast, mm-hmm. um, and he said to me, "Setbacks," similar to what yeah. we're discussing, actually. Yeah, but we're yeah. more objectively. But he actually said, "Setbacks." George. George went, "We should see them all as opportunities."
1: Absolutely. And I did listen to George's, which I thought was really, really good. Um, and that's absolutely it. I just think you've got to like live in the moment, and essentially, you are not going to be able to do that as uh, as someone who's looking back on stuff and regretting and and not treating. You are right. Like George is right. Um, these things as, like, opportunities for growth, opportunities for whatever you will get out from something.
0: He and said, just, "He said if I hadn't gone through those setbacks, maybe I wouldn't be the person I am oh, yeah. now." Yeah.
1: Absolutely, mm. and and we all know you're totally right in that. Going back to what you were saying before, it's those periods of or those instances of challenge and pain, or whatever. Pain is probably the wrong description, but it's those challenging. Take you out of your comfort zone moments that do develop you as a person, mm. and just allow you to be. I mean, look, we're sitting here today, happy, comfortable mm. in in ourselves, um, uh, and I think that is by virtue of the little kind of chuck you off the line yes. moments and like the bits where yeah, we've we've done things a little bit differently in the past. Yeah.
0: I think that was what I, dis- I discussed with um, the episode of regrets with Bex. So I mentioned a couple of things that I have done in my life that I can regret doing. Mm. And if I look at it in this way, would I, would I change it? It's like, of course I would change things that I said in anger and heat of the moment, you know, things that I regret very much by doing so, and perhaps had its own consequences by me reacting react- in that mm. way. But having said that, I, think, I don't think you can change that, because if you kind of do something that you regret, for instance, like, in anger or just do something bad it's like you can't change that you can't you, know, you just really can't so you know it's one of those things where like when you go through when you look at things you would change rather than change there's things that you would yeah, yeah, change yeah it's like there's nothing you can do and like and,
1: and that, is, that, that is i think the healthy position to get to because it's like it's happened yeah it's happened and now um it's a it's a point in the annals of history or whatever. It's, yeah. uh, it's a historic event and you're working to a position in the future. You're not a historian. You're a great explorer wing. That's, why, that's what you are. An explorer in the future of your life or whatever. Um and we like, all are. We all are. And in terms of the journey, it's like any journey, you kind of do look backwards every so often, but you don't, if, if you're kind of just enjoying the ride, you kind of don't necessarily want to go back and uh, yeah. visit the little chef you passed at mile three or something like that. No. Yeah. <laughs> right,
0: right. As you said. I liked actually. Enjoy the ride. The motorway, motorway analogy, I said. Yeah enjoy the journey yeah I like, that. I like that final question alex final question so as you know uh, this podcast is called growing your peace of mind yeah and the reason why i like this for myself is because i realized that going through everything i have in my change changes in my life being that massive changes or little things i was like i'm at peace with it i'm at peace with what's happened to me how i am as a person how i'm still growing like i am now in a different way i'm at peace with it i'm very comfortable with it and that's why I like this idea of peace of mind because as you said a second ago, we are sitting here being very comfortable within ourselves as people. Why is that? In my view, it's because we're at peace with who we are as people. Yeah, they're positive and negative. Um, so when it comes to like navigating changes in your life, like positive changes, for instance, as I said about like, you know, having children, getting married, mm-hmm. you know, also negative changes such as necessarily breakups or you know jobs and very, very negative things. What gives you that peace of mind to say, you know what? I'm going through change or changes or overwhelming changes in my life and as who I am as a person. I don't need to resist it. I don't need to try and create something else. If that makes sense internally, I don't need Mm. to resist that. Just let the changes happen. Let yourself be who you are as a person when going through these changes and navigate these changes that you're going through, both both at an external level and an internal level. Mm. What gives you that kind of peace of mind to say, no matter what happens, it can be rubbish at times, it can, be, it can be horrible at times, but it will be okay.
1: Yeah, and I think it's basically perspective, isn't it? It's basically having the self-awareness um, to look at things in the round or just to not get too bogged down, blinkered about stuff. I, I, it, actually, a like, slightly like specific point, um, but linked to this, which I was just thinking about before, I don't know about you, but um and this is a very, very specific like example of things that we all agonise over like job interviews or whatever. Um and I remember I remember like you remember going for like first jobs you ever went for or like first jobs then your first like office job or whatever and blah 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 la and I remember always thinking about these things from a position of not weakness but like I suppose neg it was a bit negative. It was like you were coming cap in hand, um you were begging for not quite begging but you know what I mean as in the the, the imbalance of power was very much like well this is I've got it there's so much pressure heat on this or whatever I think this kind of thing at this point in my life I kind of go I re- I realized for example the job stuff um, that was the nice thing about an interview process is actually like I feel like I've gotten to a kind of more comfortable point to be saying well actually like I'm I'm bringing stuff to the table and I think that's the, the, the kind of thing in general um, in like approaching change and um, navigating that it's that self-worth that you're talking about as in if you're able to reflect on stuff and say this isn't like a, it's a negative change like a a condemnation of my character and being it's an experience, it's something that like is a two-way thing it's, a, it's something that I will learn from all that kind of stuff it's something I don't necessarily have to do and that is quite empowering and again like negative change I'm kind of thinking like after you've gone through the the, the uh, instantaneous moment um, moments they are long going, um like you can reflect on it and go actually like you know what it's all part of the journey or whatever but <laughs> um, so yeah I think that just having a, a self-awareness self-worth is essentially what has helped me and I think it I mean it, look, it takes it takes a while to get to it? Doesn't it? obviously it takes it takes a few of the changes a few of the bumps but yeah I, I'm feeling fairly happy in my ability to do that yeah nowadays
0: thank you Alex oh, i just want to check how long this yeah, is so far uh, an hour 36 minutes and uh, yes Pay my off probably didn't make so much sense at the start as well no 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 I'm
1: over rambling no
0: but you're great like, you're uh, great
1: it's fantastic uh, thank you yeah
0: any any last words anything you wanna kind of discuss before we end the re- end the recording anything in particular
1: I don't think about anything I'd like to discuss but just more just like um, I suppose that I kind of for everyone's sakes I kind of think I just like people to just not get bogged down by the kind of stress of. Mm. Of the everyday and, and i don 't know like just embrace a bit of like openness i suppose
0: what i 'm hearing a lot from today or the main theme for me is that you like yourself as a person
1: yeah i mean I, I think that's been a long journey to be completely honest i don 't know if mm. i I think because again, like when you were saying you were like negative about or you went through negative periods, i think i I have always had a bit of a self um, self worth issue um, be it like anything like body image to the fact that I mean I'm I'm a single guy I'm like 36 next week or whatever um, I don't own a house I haven't got kids I've got mates who've got that kind of stuff and I think maybe at different points in my life I've possibly found that stuff difficult to process or like reflect upon but again yeah it's, it's been a, a kind of long while coming but I think part of the thing is like Having gone through some like darker bits or whatever, or mm-hmm. more negative bits, I think now I am like pretty comfortable with how things are. Um, I don't say I find it very hard to say like, I love myself as a person in terms of like I don't put myself on a on a pedestal. Oh, of course, like, yeah, of course. As in,
2: yeah.
1: as in, I'm fairly comfortable in in my skin is how I'd probably frame it. Yeah. Um, like I'm not I'm not pretending to be someone that I'm not. That's how how I would probably see it.
0: I think that's a perfect way to end this episode. Not pretend to be someone you are not. Perfect. Perfect. Anyways. Right, Should we go to that cafe now? Yeah, we'll go yeah. to the cafe. Thank you very much for that wing. My pleasure. Oh, no, no. no, not at all. Parkinson is no longer around, but uh. <laughs> Thank you for letting me ramble on. <laughs> oh, no, no, sorry, I rambled on a lot. Oh, I? not at all, not at all. Well done. Uh, I know you'll listen back to this and think, you know, I said a lot of home truths to myself. That's why I think you have to take a look. And I think I will as well. Realise that you speak, you, you, when you when you do this kind of podcast, I realise that you learn so much about yourself. Yeah. And when you listen back, I think you'll be like, yeah, I spoke a lot of home truths. No, kind well, of, this is a this is
1: self-reflection, isn't it? Yeah. This is a self-reflection. Exactly what we're talking about.
0: We've been very honest with each other
1: and everyone here. It's
0: good. It's a good thing. Embrace it. It's good. Thank you, Alex. On that note, we'll leave it there. Thank you, Alex. Thank Stay you so mean. much. Thank All right. you. All right. Let's enjoy the cafe, yeah? Yeah, very much. See you, mate. Bye-bye. right. Well, great stuff. Thank you very much again, Alex. I really appreciate that. And also recording in your garden as well. We finally found a good time to record your episode. And you are class. So very, very, very well done. I think it's really important what Alex said in respect of you need to be self-critical and looking at things subjectively rather than an objective way and of course that sometimes you should deal with things on your own because everyone has their own views, their own changing views and the reality is that the most important thing is what you think, not others and perhaps how you feel about your life and who and how you are as a person at that moment in time if I can give an example of, you know, the idea of views changing, I used to think that you shouldn't do things to take your mind off things or try not to be with your mind. Now I think about it, it's actually probably a bit, probably quite arrogant of me to think of it in that way. Having spoken to Georgia, having spoken to Alex, you know, a lot of other people were about this kind of idea of imposter syndrome and about idea of self-doubt, etc. I realized that you can do that and you should, you know, have an outlet to take your mind off things now and again. And not just you know taking mind off things, but also to make you feel more appreciative of life as well. So Alex also raised the point that you shouldn't be too scared to you know shake the tree and see what falls down. I like this analogy. Um, what I like about this is that he is effectively saying he is open to making changes in his life, both externally and internally, both positive and negative, and is hopefully you know at peace with whatever the consequences of those changes are or will be. Like Beck said in her podcast episode, rather than saying "what if," you should say "oh well." I also said in the intro to this episode that you should take away the fact that everyone has their own things in their own lives to deal with, and you know, and that they come out of them the other side. Alex, as you probably can tell, has definitely done that, and as he said, you know, you deal with them through compassion, kindness, cultivating that self worth within yourself. Um, And also Alex mentioned, it's quite funny, he mentioned that he would be very uncomfortable living a life where he wasn't open, wasn't eager, wasn't vulnerable and wasn't honest compared to being someone who, you know, is closed off, not willing to be vulnerable, cold blooded, you know, that kind of thing. Because it kind of suggests that they haven't dealt with their issues in a healthy way. And this is my view. It's a suggestion that perhaps they are deeply unhappy with who they are as people i'll just leave that last line there for you to have a think about so thank you everyone for listening uh there will only be a few episodes left of this podcast now for me uh as i said before this podcast has been a privilege to record and to you know speak to my guests as well and i do genuinely hope that you all have enjoyed listening to this podcast as well so thank you everyone and i will see you hear you or not hear you in the next episode